Hey guys, before we start the show, uh, today's episode is brought to you by Drive for Diabetes Awareness. Check, don't guess. So make sure that you check out the early warning signs and symptoms of diabetes because it is similar to the flu. So that includes heavy breathing, vomiting, fruity breath, sudden vision changes, extreme thirst, unconsciousness, increased appetite, confusion, sudden weight loss, frequent urination, and drowsiness. So education is knowledge and knowledge is the power to help save lives. So if you have any type of symptoms like that, make sure that you go get checked. Um, You know, our health is so important and that is something that we should never take lightly. So for more information, make sure that you visit driveforddiabetesawareness.org. Again, that is driveforddiabetesawareness.org. Now, on to the episode. Welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered, hosted by your favorite bougie race wife, Rachel Thornhill. Every week, she shares stories of her life as a race wife and other women in motorsports, giving them a platform so their voices can be heard. Hey guys, welcome to Race Wife Unfiltered. I am your host, Rachel Thornhill, and today we have a special guest. She's a Florida native. She's the youngest signed NASCAR development driver. Uh, She was signed at 12, and now at 16, she has an impressive resume and has driven whatever she can um, on road, dirt, oval, you name it, she can drive it, and she's done all of this to promote diabetes awareness. She recently added musher to her accomplishments by participating in her first Alaskan junior um, iterod on February 25th. So welcome, Lacey Cool. Glad to have you, you, Lacey. (laughs) Thank you for having me, Rachel. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Wow. I mean, first off, an iterod. I mean, that's a huge difference from going from a race car to you know, being a, a dog musher, like going sledding through, like, and that's insane. And like, I mean, negative 20 degrees, no tent, just sleeping in a, in a sleeping bag. And you trained for 38 days. Like what made you decide to take on like some crazy feat like that? Really, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, um, <laughs> but it's a it's a really big, really big difference from driving race cars. Um, I was invited up to Alaska uh, last year in August, and uh, I was invited to come race Legend Cars at Alaska Raceway Park by Tyron Torkelson with the Tork Memorial Foundation. Uh, my dad was in contact with him on Facebook and everything, and we got this all put together with the whole community of Alaska in a week. And uh, ended up going up there. We got rained out, unfortunately. And uh, a fellow competitor, Nicholas Petit, who races Legend Cars, who's also an Iditarod musher. He runs the 1,000-mile race. Uh, he invited everyone out to the kennel to go mushing since it was raining. It was awesome. And we went on a tour. And later that night, he asked me if I wanted to run the junior Iditarod. And I had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> 
I was like, Nick, what are you trying to get me into? This is nothing I know about. I've never seen snow before. And you're trying to have me run the junior I did a run. Right. <laughs> and, uh, I uh, ended up actually staying longer because we wanted to try to run a race the next weekend. And that got rained out as well. So I spent three days at the kennel with the dogs. And I uh, ended up falling in love with the dogs, uh, falling in love with everything just about it. And uh, I said yes to Nick and my dad out of the blue. We were just having a random conversation, and I just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, to say that was just some random conversation, you're like, you know what? Okay, I'll do it. Like, I don't really know much about it, but I'm just going to do it. And yeah, I mean, that's a huge difference from living in Florida, being, I mean, in tropical area and then going all the way to Alaska in, you know, an area that you, you, you know, this, that you're not used to and going in the snow like that. And then negative 20. Wow. I, yeah, I, in, my, in my race, it was minus 20 on the Yetna river. Mm-hmm. And there was one of our sled dog puppies. <laughs> that's <you> me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was minus 20 on the Yetna river. And uh, then I ended up that night, we had a 10 hour mandatory rest. So I was sleeping outside in a sleeping bag with my dogs. And I I, cho- I chose Gold though. He's my biggest dog I have on my team. And uh, he's big, nice and cuddly and warm. So that's who I slept with. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame you. I mean, wow. I mean, it's the fact that you guys like are sleeping just out in the open like that. Um, I, I didn't even think our bodies could even handle that type of, you know, that type of uh, weather. But uh, it's good to know. But yeah, I mean, so do you plan on doing another one? Yes, 100%. I will be running the Junior Iditarod in 2024. Uh, that'll be the last year that I am able to run it. So. Oh, okay. So is there there's an age limit? Yes, the age oh. limit is you have to be under the age of 18. So Got it. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Okay, so now the thing is, like, obviously there is a documentary coming out about you called Driven. So it's called Driven Florida Driver to Alaskan Musher. So it's coming out this summer. Um, And so is there anything you can tell us about it? I know you obviously don't want to give out too much spoilers on that, but, you know, and like what went into making um, that documentary? So Digital Bros Creative Studios, uh, they're amazing. And uh, we met them online and uh, they've done some stuff with our charity before we're partnered with them. And we came up, well, they came up with the idea of coming to Alaska and filming a documentary for the Junior Iditarod. And uh, we've this has been in the works for a while. And the only footage that they were able to get was about three to four days of footage from Alaska, which is not as much as it really really should be like there was a whole lot that went into this whole entire thing from before we went to alaska to while i was there to even after the race um but they got as much as they could and it looks absolutely amazing i've seen probably 30 minutes of like most of the main topics have they didn't have the fillers in there yet but um it truly is amazing and it'll be coming out sometime this summer so so um, when it comes out, where will, will it be available? It'll be available on Digital Bros Creative Studios website. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And yeah, and we'll definitely like link that um, in the description so you guys can, you know, stay updated on all of that. And with that being said, here is the trailer for Driven, Florida Driver to Alaskan Musher. All right, we're back with Lacey Cool. 
it usually takes about two years to train somebody up to actually run a dog team in a race. And she had a mindset that she was going to do this no matter what. Really, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. She had this vibe in her that people her age just don't really have. Um, now, obviously, you've been doing motorsports for well over ten years, right? So, yes. so yeah, that's a long now. time. <laughs> Being sixteen, I mean, you're talking about since you know six years old. So, did you always want to be a driver? Was that like a childhood passion, or was that just something you ended up getting into? Uh, I ended up getting into uh, racing when my little brother Rocco passed away from type one. Uh, he passed away from type 1 diabetes. They said he had the flu to go home three times. I'm going to give this as short as possible because it's a really long story. Right. Um, but they said he had the flu to go home three times. And my mom was persistent. She's like, no, there's something wrong with my son. And uh, ended up eight hours later, they checked his blood sugar with a prick of the finger. Next thing you know, he's at a blood sugar of just around 480, and uh, they continued to treat him wrong, uh, and he unfortunately passed away in a diabetic coma, uh, and he went into diabetic ketoacidosis. That was the whole start of this. And uh, the symptoms are very similar to the flu, and they kept saying it's the flu. Uh, he'll be perfectly fine. Um, so that's why we say check, don't guess. It may not be the flu, and that knowledge is the power to help save lives. And uh, why I race I drive for the charity Drive for Diabetes Awareness. And uh, then after my little brother Rocco passed away, I ended up going to a charity event, meeting a diabetic race car driver. My dad went to Daytona and he got hooked and he wanted to start racing. He wanted to race a street stock. So we went to our local racetrack, which was the Soto Speedway, which is now the Freedom Factory with Cletus McFarlane. And uh, on the sixth week, I wanted to go into the pits again. We had six weeks in a row. And I was like, dad, I got to go. And he did not want to go. And we ended up going. We met Brooke Store. She was selling two go-karts and I said, dad, I want to race. So that's how it all started. And I've been racing ever since then. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, and that's an, that's such an amazing story that you, that you um, took this on as a way to like, you know, pay tribute to your brother. Um, and, and also, I mean, who doesn't want to be a race car driver for a living, right? <laughs> you know, <that's laughs> yeah. Obviously something, you know, that that's like a really amazing, you know, profession to go into. Um, and then obviously, you know, you're doing it for a really good cause. So, yeah. Um, so when you're not driving or doing rods and doing all the things that you do, um, what do you, what do you like to do? I mean, you are 16, you know, you're, you're a teenager. So I'm sure there's things that you like to do that, you know, a typical teenager does. Yeah. So like, I currently have a job. Uh, I work at the Green Zebra Cafe. They actually uh, sponsored me to go to Alaska. I love them so much. They're awesome. Uh, they work with my very busy and schedule with racing. <laughs> uh, and uh, they're just amazing people. They're so supportive. So thank you to Elena and Vasil. They're awesome. Uh, and Tony and everyone there. They're just great. So I basically work four days a week, go to a racetrack three days a week. Uh, and then I go to the beach, hang out with my coworkers, my friends. And I don't know. I just go on my computer and do stuff too and do charity stuff. 
Right. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, the beach, though, that I mean, that's that's a great thing. The (laughs) fact that you're that close to a beach that you can just go whenever you want. (laughs) So, I mean, honestly, if I lived right by a beach, I'd be there, too, all the time. So, I mean, it's a five minute walk from where I work. So right after work, straight to the beach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't I do not blame you, Um, you know. Um, so like, do you like surf or do anything like that? No, like, I'm just hanging out with just hang out. there. Yeah. <laughs> or going swimming or, um, mm-hmm. hanging out. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't, I don't know if I would even take on surfing. I feel like that's just one of those things. It's like, um, I don't know if I'm coordinated enough to do that. (laughs) (laughs) There's not big enough waves here. Like the wave Mm. is not, you can't even surf. I would probably surf if I could, but the waves on the. You just don't have them there. (laughs) Okay. So, um, so what else do you have planned, um, for the rest of this year? Um, racing wives, you know, I mean, obviously I know it arrives. I don't know. I mean, now I don't know what, with Alaska, I have no idea like how long it stays cold up there. So maybe, you know, that's something you could do. But I mean, what else did you have planned for the rest of this year? So for the rest of this year, uh, I'm going to be running a dirt legend car uh, with turn speed racing. I actually have my next race is uh, on the 20th of next month at East Bay. And then uh, sometime in June or July, I'll be heading back up to Alaska for a week or two. And I'll be running a legend car there on asphalt and possibly dirt. And then coming back, running more dirt legend cars, getting seat time, and then possibly applying for the NASCAR Drive for Diversity program again. Uh, We'll see about that. I really want to try to do that again. So with with the NASCAR diversity thing, so is that something that you have to like do like multiple times like you have to like reapply is that is that how that yeah. works so every year uh even if you're in the program the year before you have to reapply you have to go to the combine again and have to compete against the other drivers and you have to get picked uh, mm. so. oh okay okay yeah because i know you you did it um you know before in the past but yeah uh so that that's good to know did not realize you have to you have to keep like redoing it like every year yeah. wow um nascar's making stuff difficult <laughs> yeah. you know? um you wouldn't think that you'd have to constantly do that every year so um so once you do that um obviously apply if you get picked um like what what happens after that like after kind of take a that- step uh, what happens is, well, what happened with my experience, but mm-hmm. it was back in 2019. I don't know if it's changed now. It most likely has. Right. Um, but what happens is you either get an acceptance letter. I don't know what happens if you don't get accepted. And then you go to North Carolina. And basically, I lived in North Carolina for about five months. Uh, oh, wow. I was there training with coach, working out. I was racing in the Bojango Summer Shootout. I ran that for the two months in June, July. And then we also had some South Carolina races and some other races in North Carolina with the legend car. Uh, but that was for the youth program back in 2019. Mm-hmm. I know it's changed now. And I know that the adult program is basically all year round. Um, so it's, a lot of stuff has changed since then. So I don't have as much knowledge on that anymore. Right. Now, with you being 16, you would still be within um, the youth one or does it change because i i I know like there's even some like 
NASCAR drivers that are like 17, 18, you know, that are, you know, like in the ARCA series. So where is the cutoff? Like when it comes to age? I, I'm, I would be in the adult program. So oh, I'd either be, would running, be I'd most likely be in the late models. Okay. Uh, I don't think I'd go straight to ARCA. I think that'd be insane. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I would probably be in the late models for the adult program. That's what I would be applying. Okay. For. Oh, okay. So at 16 is when is the cutoff for the youth program. Okay. Yeah. And that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. But, oh, wow. So then you'll go into the late models, um, for, for that. And then, um, depending on if you're accepted, then you would just stay in the late models for so long and then they move you up. Yeah. If you continue to go on with the program. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, no, definitely. Good luck. Um, I mean, you. you know, I hope you, I hope you do get that. So when, so like what time of the year do, do they do that? Uh, it's so you apply in the summer and then <laughs> they have the combine towards the end of the year in fall. And then, uh, when you get accepted for the adult program, I'm pretty sure it starts in January, February, whenever the season for racing starts in North Carolina. Oh, okay. We race all year round in Florida, so it's a little bit different here. But. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I, and I, and I kind of noticed that um, kind of talking to people on the podcast. It's like the racing seasons everywhere is so different. Like, and I didn't realize that because it's like here, you know, in the South, obviously, you know, we get a lot more racing time than a lot of you know the tracks in the North because they have actually four seasons and we don't, you know? Yeah, here in Florida, we race all year round. In Alaska, they race January. I mean, not, sorry, not January. Oh my gosh, what am I saying? June, July, August. They have oh, June, races. July, August. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, I mean, they have a really short season, only three yeah. months. Yeah, it's here, I mean, we pretty much race from March to the end of October. Um, you know, cause that's about as, as far as we can go. Cause then it gets way too cold here. And it's like, yeah. and it's weird because you think with us being in the South, you know, as well, you would think that it wouldn't get that, that cold, but I don't know, like October is just, there's just no way <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because our last race is always the last week of October and I mean, everybody's freezing to death, like, out there. <laughs> and I'm like, we can't do this. Like, I don't know how people do this. But, yeah, no, I can see how you guys could race all year, all year long. Know. Yeah. But, um, I mean, obviously, you know, you mentioned that um, you're going to be going back in the Legends car. So, um, so you're main, are you going to mainly be racing, um, besides Alaska, are you going to mainly be racing local or are you going to be traveling anywhere else? I'll be mainly, uh, focusing on Florida when it comes to legend cars. I'll be racing at tracks like Marion County, East Bay, um, Henry County. And I think there's a road course in Jacksonville that they have on the schedule that I might go to as well. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. A legend on road courses. I, ne- I never thought of that. Um, so what's that like? Oh, it's awesome. I love it. Uh, I, we went to a race, which was a couple years ago in Stark, and uh, I was running my 1250 on uh, what was it, a road course. Yeah. And I was hitting like, I think it was 100 down the straightaway. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, that wow, that's insane. I, I I never heard of legends racing on road courses. I've only I've only you know heard of them racing on ovals. So um, yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. But that that's really neat. I mean, it's different. Um, and like oh, you yeah. said, you know, they, they race legend cars uh, in Europe as well on road mm -hmm. courses. Very popular there. Oh, wow. I, that's one. That's on my bucket list: racing a legend car on a road course in England or Europe somewhere. That would just be awesome. Oh yeah, I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, the 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 racing over there is just so different. Um, yeah. Just just seeing you know cars on um, on tracks over there, like um, like Silverstone and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I, that's one of my bucket list things too. It's <laughs> yeah. like going to either Silverstone or or Monza or something like that. Oh. Wow, like a legend car on Monza. That would probably be like insane. I don't know if that would be possible. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I think it, it can't be that big of a track. It has to be a spot track. Yeah. The yeah. cars can only get to a certain speed before they start rattling. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would probably not be good. It's like, I mean, I could see somebody trying to do that, like, just to like, just try it you know just like to do something random but yeah i don't i don't see that happening as like a bunch of cars doing that at one time yeah <laughs> but uh wow so yeah so i mean you have so many things coming up and it's like you it's like you're always like you're extremely busy between that working obviously going to school you know i mean you just have a full plate um, I really and, do. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Right. Um, and at such a young age, it's like, wow. So, I mean, so after, like, after you're done with school and stuff, like, is college, like, in, like, in the works for you? Or you think you're going to be taking some time off just to do racing and stuff? Or I think what I'm going to do is I might take a gap year. I don't know exactly yet. Mm -hmm. I just thought I'm going to do online, uh, get an online business degree. And then I'll probably uh, probably go for my real estate license. Oh, nice. Real estate. So what made you think of that? I don't know. I just like real estate. My dad's a real estate agent. He mm. has a license as well. And I know people are always going to be buying and selling houses. So oh, yeah. you can always get yes. into it. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that's definitely something that will always happen. People are going to be buying and selling homes. <laughs> so, I mean, it's definitely a market that you could stay busy in. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. And so, and obviously now with colleges, you know, you can actually do all your classes online and stuff. Unlike, you know, what it, what it used to be. So, yeah. So, I mean, you can kind of, uh, you know, still do school, but still race at the same time and not, you know, and not really have that interrupt you know you you, oh, yeah. you don't have to take you don't have to take time off from school you don't have to do all of that and it's like that makes it way more convenient now <laughs> yes it does especially with traveling like i would not be able to race and do schooling if it wasn't for online school yeah so right now i mean do you physically go to school or are you doing like are you homeschooled like how's that working i do online school with florida virtual uh, oh, so okay. All my classes are online. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because <laughs> I was going to say, do you physically go to school? Like, I know that would be kind of hard to do. Um, and obviously, they have to be very, very, like, understanding, you know, about you being gone, you know, a lot and stuff. But, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, you do, like, the, the virtual uh, academy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I totally understand. We have, we have that as well here. Um, and I had my, my daughters in that as well. And yeah, it helps a lot. It's especially, so <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we did it for a while and it, it was great. Cause it's like, if we had other things going on, it was no big deal, you know? Um, so Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you have so many things going on. So what is the best way for people to be able to like, keep up with you, like keep up with like all of the events you're going to all the things that you're doing? So sorry, I just like fell. Okay. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the best way to uh, keep up with everything that we're doing is to go on Facebook, Drive for Diabetes Awareness. Uh, that is the number one platform. Uh, you also have my Facebook page at Driver Lacey Cool. Uh, you also have my Twitter, Driver Lacey Cool. Um, and you also have our uh, YouTube channel, Drive for Diabetes Awareness. Okay. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll definitely link all of those links, um, in the description. So everybody can check that out. Um, thank you, Lacey, once again for being here. I appreciate it. And I'm so like, I'm honestly, I'm so happy for you with everything that you're doing. And, you know, I wish you nothing but luck, um, in everything that you've got going on for the rest of the year. And, uh, and you, I mean, you know. Thank you. Yeah, you're <laughs> well, welcome. it's been an honor. Thank you for having me, Rachel. Thank you for this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I'm glad that you were able to come on and you know share your story and um and you know let everybody know like what you're doing. So no, thanks again. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. Um, thanks again to Lacey for being on the show. I'm so glad that she was able to make time out of her busy schedule uh, to be here with us. And also uh, thanks to Drive for Diabetes Awareness for letting Lacey be on the show. And um, like Lacey mentioned, with uh, with diabetes, check, don't guess, right? I mean, you might think it's the flu, but it might not be. So always, you know, make sure that you get checked out. If you, um, if you end up having symptoms, um, related to diabetes, um, and like we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, um, and make sure that you check out driverdiabetesawareness.org, uh, for more information regarding, um, diabetes awareness. So once again, um, thanks to Lacey for being on and guys, um, like, like I always mentioned, we are here every Thursday. Check us out on Apple and Spotify and definitely subscribe to the VIP section newsletter. It comes out every Tuesday and Thursday. And you will get exclusive content that you will not find anywhere else that has to do with either the upcoming guests that we have, uh, any behind the scenes things going on, or new things that will be happening with Race Wife Unfiltered that you will not find anywhere else. Now, there is a web version and a email version to the 
to the newsletter. But the web version, I will not post everything on there. So the email version, you get access to everything. So you are missing out if you are just looking at the web version of the newsletter. So definitely hit that subscribe button on the web version or you can go to racewifeunfiltered.beehive.com forward slash subscribe stick your email in there and um, you'll be getting um, an email from us right away uh, letting you know that you are officially in the VIP section so um, definitely check that out you guys and I will see you guys next week Take care.